0: It's time for the main event of your day. Yo, what's up, guys? I'm Dustin. And I'm Chriselle. And we are back with another Sunday Upload Sunday episode for you guys. I'm feeling fantastic. Chriselle, how are you?
1: I'm a happy girl.
0: He's a happy girl. I'm a happy boy. And we are here to bring you guys an awesome episode today, guys. Before I even hop into all of the stuff we got going on today, make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Anchor, wherever you may be listening. Make sure you give us guys a follow and follow our Instagram, our Twitter. We are always trying to interact with you guys. We're always trying to keep up with you guys. So keep up with us.
1: You don't want to miss anything.
0: You don't want to miss anything at all. So, guys, we have an awesome episode for you all today. We will be doing our power rankings like we always do. And then we're bringing you guys a little bit of a different segment, our social media moment of the week. And I will dive exactly into what exactly that is is When we get there at the end of the episode, but we will be bringing you our power rankings and going in depth on them, like we like to do, but we'll be doing it a little bit different. Hey, you may be wondering, where's the awards at? Normally, we get awards on Sundays. So, giving you guys just a quick little update, me and Chriselle have talked, and we decided that, hey, how about we do our awards at the end of the month? Yes, guys, we will no longer be doing our awards every single week, but they will be all-encompassing for the month. Chriselle, you want to go a little bit more in depth?
1: For the first one, obviously, it's going to be in January. We will still be including WWE and AEW. But this way, we can give you guys more segments, more awards, and have just a great episode for you guys versus rushing it every week. Because sometimes there isn't a lot in wrestling.
0: Exactly. So hopefully by us doing our awards at the end of the month, we'll be able to give you guys, like Christelle said, more segments, more nominees, more everything. Just more more It'll just be more. more. It'll encompass WWE and AEW. And those awards episodes will always come out at the end of the month. So whatever that last Sunday of the month is, will be our awards episode. I'm not 100% sure exactly what date that is for January, but we will be bringing it to you all at the end of the month. So hopefully you guys stick with us for our monthly awards that we'll be doing. But without further ado, Chriselle, I'm ready to hop into our power rankings. It's been a while since we've done power rankings.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to start fresh though. We started last week, blank slate, no ups, downs, no new. That was just who we're going into the week, the year with.
0: Yeah, like Chriselle said, we started off fresh, new, no ups, no downs, no nothing. Everybody was on a clean slate going into the new year, but this week we have some movement. I want to give you all just our criteria this year for how we're going to be doing our ranking. We have three criteria that we're going to be following. First of all, a win will constitute at least moving up one spot at the very least. So if let's just say for kicks and giggles, Brock Lesnar is at number five and he wins his match that week, he has to move up at least one spot. Chriselle, what's our second criteria?
1: The quite opposite. If you lose a match, then you have to go down one. So if Roman's at one and he loses number two, more than likely moving up, but more importantly Roman Reigns has to move down a spot
0: yes he has to move down at the very least one spot and then our third criteria is if you did nothing that week if you didn't lose you didn't win you really didn't do much you just got thrown through a table but you weren't involved in any real matches or anything like that your ranking will be based on what happened below you so let's just say Brock Lesnar's at number three He did nothing. However, Damian Priest was at number four and he won a championship. Brock Lesnar, by default, has to move down one spot. It'll be a little easier to explain maybe when we get some visual aspects up on our Instagram and everything and we can really explain it to you guys a little bit more in depth. If you have any questions, feel free to leave comments and feel free to DM us guys. But, without further ado, Chriselle, which one do you want to hop into first? Our WWE rankings or our AEW rankings? We'll be doing AEW rankings for the first time on the pod as well. WWE or AEW, where do you want to go?
1: Let's go with our classic. Let's start with our WWE power rankings.
0: WWE. Start me at number six. What do you have?
1: We have Damian Priest, sadly losing Losing one spot because he did lose in a six man tag, even though he is still champion belt wasn't on the line luckily. So we don't have to feel bad for him in that department, but he does have to go down one and that's okay.
0: Yeah. So I feel like losing in that six man tag is interesting, right? Because he did not get pinned in the six man tag. I feel like some people may come at us like, Hey, how does priest go down? He didn't lose technically, but he did lose inside of the match. So I feel like it does have to constitute moving down one, especially when you look at who we have at number five. And with that saying that at number five, the alpha Academy, now the alpha Academy, they're brand new to the list. I mean, they just won the raw tag team titles.
1: And even though WWE doesn't care about their titles, we would like to put some weight into them when it comes to our power ranking. Exactly.
0: We feel as though winning titles should constitute, at the very least, making our list. I I think it gives you some weight. I think it gives you some notability and criteria to make the list. However, I do feel a certain way about them being on the list. Don't get me wrong. Because they have not won a tag team match since March. March! It is January of the next year. Put that in perspective. Perspective, it's so hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, they make our top six. But WWE kind of just hot shotted the titles onto them. It is what it is. But, I mean, they got to make the list.
1: We did know that the titles obviously had to come off RK-Bro before they did the, start playing that the split situation. But I don't think anybody expected it to happen this week. And I think that's I another not. thing that threw everybody off. And you would think they would give an Alpha Academy one win before this. But now it's kind of up to Alpha Academy to stay on the power rankings. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I feel like with the Alpha Academy, WWE decided two weeks. Be- ago that like hey we're gonna throw the titles on these guys and it's like Heat these people up, give them wins because Alpha Academy kind of just came out of nowhere. They weren't even in, and I'm speaking in reference to our rankings, they weren't even in contention to make the ranking. They weren't even people that we were like, hmm, maybe watch out for Alpha Academy and our honorable mentions, this, that, and the other. They weren't even there. So for them to just bolt all the way and like make our list at number five, we have to respect you winning a title. You had a fantastic week. And if we say we're going week to week to week, we have to respect that. But when you're not even on the radar, it's so hard for me personally to be like, yeah, you deserve to be here. So Alpha Academy's at five. We'll see if they stay there. We'll see if they have some successful title defenses. I did not expect RK Bro to lose their titles on Monday. I really didn't. It was a good surprise. It was interesting. It'll forward the storylines, but we'll see what happens.
1: It was definitely a shock to my system. Now at number four, we have Bobby Lashley. He doesn't go up. He doesn't go down. He wasn't in a match to make him go in any direction. He did have a confrontation with Brock Lesnar. He did get attacked by the other parts of the Hurt Business, even though Brock Lesnar saying that absolutely there is no Hurt Business. That's not going to be a thing anymore so essentially almost breaking them up for a second time but yeah, that's that's fine I guess whatever
0: when all else fails, break up the hurt business I guess I don't know I don't see the purpose in it I don't see the purpose in Bobby feuding with the hurt business why wouldn't he want the hurt business behind him to help him out it doesn't really make much sense but Bobby's at four there's nothing to really say about Bobby I mean he's gonna go into that feud with Brock Lesnar and I think it'll be really interesting in the coming weeks to see where Bobby may go on our rankings if he does indeed beat Brock at the Royal Rumble which I am hoping he does I think there's a chance. But the more time goes on, I think he won't do it. Um, I can get into that later. But I think Bobby will be really interesting. Moving to our number three spot. Maybe you guys will start to notice a trend with our rankings last week in these ones. Because at number three, the Usos are at number three. The Usos didn't do anything. I mean, they hosted that Fatal 4-Way tag match on SmackDown this week. It It was a good match. But I mean, they weren't involved directly. You know, they gave a super kick at the beginning of the match. They introduced everybody and then they dipped out. That was the extent of the Usos being in a match this week. I mean, they had that long feud with. The New Day. They got a couple wins. And I mean, that's the extent of it. That's it with it. So, Usos are at number three. There's not much to say about them. I feel like they're kind of in tag team limbo. They'll be going against the Viking Raiders. No one expects the Viking Raiders to have any form of a chance, but we'll see from there.
1: I don't know about that one because if you looked at everybody else in that fatal four way, who was going to win? Well, the the slap together tag teams?
0: Well, no. Well, it was for me, for me, it was between the Viking Raiders and Los Lotharios. I think. Did I say that right?
1: Lotharios, yeah. I, I was hoping I
0: didn't butcher it. I feel like it was between those two teams because those were the only real teams, in my opinion. However, with that being said, I'm kind of just like,
1: uh, 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 let's,
0: be, no, let's, no, no. let's be real here they're not beating the usos okay Come they're not now.
1: gonna beat them but i would like the It'll ra- be fun i want the readers to get more heat i want more i, I want i want the crowds to start getting into their entrance man like wait it's interesting like, i want it's i want i want more because like we've talked about on and on and again they need to build that that team up I so, agree. and what way better way to do it i get it the usos are untouchable right now they're they're hot they showed that the way they were introducing all these new wrestlers like the tag teams they don't care they don't see anybody as a threat because they're on top they're untouchable they are on on the path of being the greatest of all time, if not already there.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what the tag division becomes, especially on SmackDown. So that'll be really interesting to see.
1: And moving into number two, we have another person that didn't do much this week. Surprise, surprise, Brock Lesnar. Surprise, shawty! <laughs> Brock Lesnar, like we talked about at number four, he was in an altercation with Bobby. He had a knock-knock joke of who's there. That thing Bobby. was funny,
0: though. <laughs> that thing was funny. I, I won't lie. That was the funniest thing I saw this week. Bobby who? Bobby who. I thought that was hilarious.
1: It of course was made better by the crowd starting like Bobby Exactly, exactly. It, it, once the crowd if the if it's over with the crowd then it'll be over with the people at home and that's right, what's right. the biggest thing. So shout out to the crowd for putting that over cuz I don't think there were, You can't plan that stuff where it's like, oh yeah, and then the crowd is going to start chanting this. That's not how that works. So again, no ups, no downs. We'll see where that goes. I think he came out stronger in that segment.
0: Than Bobby? Yeah. Oh, I, I, mm, mm. well, I think he disrespected Bobby in a way that was interesting. And Brock Lesnar is like underratedly funny. I think he's underrated in terms of comedy and stuff. He's very entertaining. No matter what you think about him, he's very entertaining. And when he's on TV, I won't lie. I'm entertained at the very least. So I, I do think he came out a little bit stronger than Bobby in that segment. We'll see what happens with Bobby this week, like I said, how do you build to that Royal Rumble feud if Brock's not going to be on TV maybe this week and next week? What does Bobby do? How does Bobby move? How does he gain the heat and steam to where it's like, not just he's a legitimate challenger, but also like if he were to win, people are like, yeah.
1: And it's interesting because one thing that people know about Brock Lesnar as a champion, as a wrestler, he's not going to be on TV week to week. Exactly. But then he was on SmackDown last week, and then he showed up on Monday. So everyone's like, oh, That's how is, I know he's not going to be there. Yeah. And, but then he wasn't there on Friday. So does that mean he'll be there on Monday? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. But- He's he's showing that he's been on more TV than what people are expecting. So that's going to keep you on your toes. At, at the very least, you'll be on your toes of whether he'll actually be there or not.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. So that's with Brock. And then number one, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, well, you know, our top four did nothing. Our top four did nothing, but we couldn't drop them because no one behind them really constituted jumping as high up as we may have wanted them to. So at number one is Roman Reigns. He maintains that number one spot to start the year. Roman's currently in that feud with Seth. And I think it'll be really interesting to look at that. That feud because the history of the shield it has a lot of backstory to it and i have my feelings about the feud i'm intrigued and interested at the match i think it is a fantastic match i think you could have had a better build i'm already saying the build's going to be good i think it's going to be a good build because you have the history and they seem to be playing off the history but can you imagine if Seth was built as a more legitimate contender to Roman be- and i and by that i mean No one thinks in a million years Seth Rollins will beat Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble because it's very clear and evident that they're trying to do Brock and Roman at Mania. Can you imagine if we were in a position where it's like, maybe Seth can do it? Maybe. I think that would be very interesting.
1: I think that's a matter of perspective because Uh they are playing off the side of every time that it has been Roman and Seth and very, very, very much in the past, Seth has won. And so they're playing off of that. And I do think they should have had seth win to you know build up to this and he did seth, win. he should have got more wins okay he got the win on monday against biggie and they're trying to hoping that that's a big old bandit like hey biggie was just a champion if you beat him one time this is this is right that means that you do go off to smackdown and go against roman but i know there's people like you that don't like that and don't see it i truly don't actually care for that like because i I'm i'm just used to how wwe does things that i'm not going to get all upset by it and so I'm just going to enjoy. It's one of those, you have to choose how much you're suspending your belief. And I know to a certain point, like you're not going to let yourself go there because you just see it every week.
0: Yeah. And, but, but to to the point you just made, and I think this is an interesting discussion to have just because they do it all the time. Doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: No, you
0: know, I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I have to like it, but I'm saying like, why are you subscribing yourself to like, uh, they always do it. So I'm going to enjoy, it. I'm just going to enjoy it. I don't think that's very fair to you as a fan. Because like because like you take a situation like Roman Roman and Seth. Seth has lost a multitude of matches in a row. He beats Big E one time and that constitutes him being the number one contender for a title on a show that he's not even on. That's a whole different thing because you make a big deal about the brand split and brand supremacy and this, that, and the other. And now this man is just like, yeah, I'm just going to go on the show. That's my first problem. But, like, just because WWE doesn't make wins and losses matter, why are you as a fan? Like, it's okay, though. Like, I- I'm asking.
1: Now, with WWE, they give a ton of things to be upset about. Uh huh. A agree. ton of things. And so I could I complain agree. all day about things that WWE does. However every once in a while there is something that comes across the screen that i do want to enjoy i want to I enjoy a roman versus seth like that build I, that match mm-hmm. is going to be great so like instead of tainting this experience for myself and like kind of over analyzing because this is something i do still enjoy wrestling as much as we watch so much and we have mm-hmm. to talk ne- like we have 100%, to be honest yeah, 100%. I, this is something that i'm like i'm okay with suspending my belief and just completely enjoying it doesn't have to make any sense i just want to enjoy this because i love both of them
0: so and and i i'm on a different wavelength as a fan and and This is why wrestling is subjective. And this is why I think wrestling's fantastic because you can have these different opinions and you can't tell anyone that they're wrong. Because like based on this discussion we're having, I care about wins and losses more than you do. And that's okay because it's not like sports. Well, a difference, like say football, where it's like you're either objectively good or you're objectively bad. It's a subjective sport. It's an opinionated thing. I enjoy it.
1: But even at that, with sports and like you said, football, there's people that go so hard for a certain team that mm-hmm. have not been in the Super Bowl and who knows how long. Yeah. I mean, because teams, you love people, your team. You just love them because you love... There's there's something that happens that yeah. you just have to choose to... That's fine. That's something I'm just going to stop caring about.
0: Yeah, and I get that. I, I mean, for me, it's just like I want wins and losses to matter and other... Corporations and companies seem to make wins and losses matter more. I think that's why I'm naturally gravitating to them more more and more because I want winners to fight the best. You know, I don't want, say, an Alpha Academy who hasn't won a tag match since March to be getting title opportunities. And even if you are a Seth Rollins, which I enjoy his work, what I put him on my top 15 wrestlers and my top 10 match. I I have a hard time when it's like, oh, you haven't won matches, you've been losing, and then all of a sudden you're getting this big time match, which I'm gonna enjoy. I am going to enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy the build. But I wish it was done maybe a little different if Seth had gotten a lot of wins or whatever the way you do it. I think the ends doesn't always justify the means for me.
1: No, and that's fine. I definitely know that I'm going to enjoy it. But would I enjoy it more if they built up Seth Rollins? Exactly. I do agree with that statement. However, I'm I'm turning my brain off for this one. <laughs> and,
0: and, and, I, and, I, and I get that. And I get that. And that's why that's why I said, like, it's subjective. We can sit on here and have these respectful conversations where it's like, I'm a little more skeptical. However, I'm going to enjoy the crap out of the match. It's going to be a banger. I am 99.9% sure Roman's winning. Where do you have that match going as of right now?
1: Roman's winning
0: yeah yeah like I said I'm leaving that point one because anything can happen but I think Roman wins but that's our one through six we'll go through them really quickly at number six Damian Priest at number five the Alpha Academy at number four Bobby Lashley number three the Usos number two Brock Lesnar and number one Roman Reigns
1: now let's start off with our AEW power rankings
0: AEW guys we're doing same thing as our WWE wins one through six if you were on our Instagram you saw our initial rankings If you have not seen them, check out our Instagram before you check out this. But one through six, Criselle, give me number six. And also give me the person who seems to have fallen off of our
1: list based on its number six. Because number six, we have Adam Cole. Baby! of course new to our list that means Wardlow has dropped off Wardlow lost so that means he has to go down and last week someone had put in the comments like hey Adam Cole should be on this one and we're not doing this just because someone says something in the (laughs) comments last week we had the discussion of who should go at number six and Dustin originally Adam Cole was at number six but I was like but Wardlow's been winning he's a complete monster like gotta acknowledge that and I knew last week that there was a chance that Wardlow doesn't have Wardlow doesn't have that like he's not solidified that he will automatically be on the list the following week. So like let's give it to him this week. Let's see what it, how it plays out. But then he lost to CM Punk, which we'll get into more later. <laughs> yeah, so
0: Adam Cole is at number six. I'm I'm I mean, first of all, let's talk about Wardlow just really quick because we didn't get to talk about him last week. Wardlow is a guy that I knew nothing about before I started watching AEW and they've made me a fan. I, I Quickly. think I think that is one of the best things you can do with a company. When you take somebody who people may not know about or may not know all of their previous works or may have never heard about. I had never heard about Wardlow until I started watching some Dynamite. And I was like, who is this guy doing powerbomb? Like, oh, I like this. (laughs) And then he's getting wins. And you can see the heat between him and MJF starting to build. And you see that story starting to get there. And you're like, oh, this is going to be good. I am so invested in a Wardlow face. And I've been watching the guy for a month a month and a half. I'm so invested in Wardlow right now. I love everything he's doing. I'm mad he's off the list, but that match with CM Punk was really good as well. I enjoyed the CM Punk match.
1: And it's one of those things that Wardlow lost, but he didn't it didn't feel that he lost because oh, he, he dominated. dominated. He dominated 99.99% of that mm-hmm. match and
0: Punk got a but but what I liked about that and I know you'll get into it. I know mm. we're going to get into it. But what I really liked about that match was it shows sometimes all it takes is a quick second. It it doesn't always have to be who dominates the match. Sometimes the guy that's getting the crap beat out of him can get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you can hit a half-court shot. Sometimes you can make a ridiculous touchdown catch. Sometimes you can score a crazy goal from midfield. You know, sometimes it just. I happens. really enjoyed it. I know we're gonna get into it, but Wardlow, man, I'm loving some Wardlow. But like you said, at number six, Adam Cole. Really quickly, what are your thoughts on Adam Cole? I love Adam Cole. What are your thoughts? I've never actually
1: heard that. my thoughts on Adam Cole. I think he's completely talented in the ring, and I I love that fans love him. I oh, personally, yeah. I don't. I'm not like whoa, baby Like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Cole head. Like I'm not. I'm not crazy for him. But I also have no disrespect. I'm. He's very. I don't hate him. I don't love him. But I. I think he falls more on the like than like I wouldn't put him anywhere mid I wouldn't say he's mid like he's right above that mid factor Mm -hmm. for me I there isn't there just isn't anything that has specifically caught my eye and and so that's just where I feel like it's very I understand eh.
0: that I I think I like Adam Cole because he's so over with everyone that is so enjoyable
1: I think I see Adam Cole the way you see McIntyre
0: maybe yeah Yeah, maybe I think that's fair I I really like me some Adam Cole he's great in ring Um, he can tell a great story. He's great on mic, And then he's so over with his entrance that it just makes it so much fun. Like the boom, Adam Cole. Like it's so much fun to watch guys. We're going to the dynamite and rampage that's coming to DC this week. So we'll have some discussion on that as well on the pod. Like we'll be able to talk about that a little bit, but I'm really excited to do the Adam Cole entrance. That is one of the things I'm so (laughs) hype about. I'm so excited. So Adam Cole's at number six at number five, guys, we have Jade Cargill. Jade falls one spot. And I know, There may be some people listening to this or some people may see our post on Monday with our rankings and be like, how does Jade fall? She won on AW Dark. Dark is really interesting and it's difficult. And hear me out on this. We are trying to treat aw dark and dark elevation and all of that the same way we kind of treat main event wwe main event and 205 live no one really watches them they're considered canon in the universes of their wrestling companies but we're not trying to really take them into much consideration when we do our ranking so jade falls one spot because somebody else moved up jade wasn't on tv this week she's your brand new tbs champion i don't know how you don't give her at least a segment she had the pro like it was a a promo package type thing on wednesday I feel like you could have gave her a little bit more personally. But for what it was, sure, I understand you can't have everybody on TV every week. I would have liked a little more Jade this week, especially fresh off of a title win. I hope we get some of her on Wednesday and or Friday. Something revolving around that title. Maybe she starts to get into a feud of some sort. But Jade falls to number five for us.
1: And at number four with a win... Sammy Guevara he was at number five last week I'm personally not a Sammy Guevara fan and I am indifferent I haven't said it on the pod so I had to make sure I said it this episode the first time that I got the chance because that's what I do and so he does go up one and and the fact that I have to be the one to say it shows that we're trying to be as non-biased as possible (laughs) yeah he does go up one. he did have that successful title defense and I mean it was a great match regardless it was actually really a really good match but
0: Shout out to uh, Daniel Garcia. I'm not familiar with much of his work either, but he's really good in ring. Sammy's good in ring too. One thing I will say, no matter how I f- personally how I feel about someone as a person or outside of the ring, I'm not going to discredit how they are in ring. Sammy Guevara is really good. However, I'm personally indifferent to Sammy. I don't I don't find anything about him ultra appealing. I know like we have some other things that I don't really want to get into, but in terms of like my just opinions on him, I don't really find him as over I don't, I don't see what the crowd sees, you know? Like, he's good in ring. He can have good matches. But, like, the crowd is like, oh, Sammy. Oh, Sammy. And I'm just like, eh, Sammy. So that's me. And I know there's some other stuff that also I'm not a fan of. But that's just me with Sammy Guevara.
1: That's fine. I'm going to so, zoop. No, I totally, I totally get it.
0: <laughs> Moving into number three, we have Britt Baker DMD. Britt Baker falls one spot down to number three because, of, once again, the circumstances of someone else had to move up. And Britt, Britt didn't do much this week, but she did much this week. She did a lot this you know, without doing a lot. I found it very interesting now. She's involved with the Adam Cole, the Elite, and all of that versus who is it? the best friends. Versus the best friends with Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander. I think that'll be really interesting. I'm excited for that match on Wednesday when we go to Dynamite. I think that'll be very fun to see. It's awesome to see Adam Cole and Britt Baker on TV together. I, I love to see couples On TV together, like Edging Beth Phoenix, Miz and Maurice, when Cena was dating uh, Nikki Bella, I thought that was fun you know various couples i think it's always fun to see that on tv
1: acknowledge it on tv
0: yeah acknowledge it without making it corny too you know you can do it without it being like what in the world is going on like adam cole and britt baker like because the young bucks always do the kiss to adam cole on the cheeks britt was like whoa 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 let me do it i was like that's cool like that's really cool to see that's interesting you know that's long-term storytelling in like the weakest form but Brit Baker falls to three. I think her ranking will be based on kind of what happens this week with her in terms of the Adam Cole, Chris Statland, or Orange Cassidy situation and all of that. So I'm interested in what Brit has to go on.
1: Yeah, uh, it's next week will be a good week. Yeah, definitely. And at number two, moving up on the rank, last week they were at number three. And today, this week, they're at number two. We got Jurassic Express winning a match against the Dark Order. Per usual, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy go crazy together. Having them at—even uh, the top three makes— all the sense in the world. They are a hot attraction from the first time that we ever watched WWE together. AEW, baby. What, AW. What did you I say? said WWE. That's crazy. You're That's- mixing your wires. You're I'm mixing so, your so, wires. So, New a- Japan. Japan. <laughs> Impact. TNA. Ring of Honor. <laughs> There's a lot of wrestling going on in this brain. But they're a draw. Regardless, they're a draw. They're no, yeah. great. I love them. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. Gratis Express is really interesting. I hope, I hope they do. The vibe I got on Wednesday when they announced, like, any top five tag team, which is awesome. If you're not going to necessarily give them a feud right now... I think doing an open challenge for tag team titles is really fun and interesting because who doesn't like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Have the main event, let's just say three or four Rampages in a row. I think that would be really fun just going against tag team after tag team after tag team. You could do some awesome stuff. I really think you could. So Jurassic Express 2, I agree with that. And then at number one, remaining unchanged is Hangman Adam Page. He did nothing this week. We're not denying that. But he did get attacked by Lance Lance Archer. Did he do anything to warrant him going down? Did anyone behind him do anything to warrant... Moving up. Now, if Jurassic Express goes out next week and they get a big victory, Hangman's gonna have to fall, especially if he does nothing. But we'll see what happens. And we'll keep up with it. We'll see what goes on. I think it'll be really interesting with Hangman to see how they build to his next title defense and see where they go with
1: it. I just really hope next week when we go see them, when we see Dynamite on Wednesday, I really hope that he's there. He's from Virginia. I know we're going to be in D.C., but my heart will be very sad.
0: I think think he'll either... Maybe a
1: dark match? He's he's not going to be on
0: Rampage. I I don't think he'll be in action, but I think he'll be there. I, I don't think you can have him get attacked and put through a chair and then just not have him on the show at all. I think you can do it. We're getting a Cody return. I don't really care, honestly. Ugh. I'd rather have Hangman than Cody. But we'll see Boatful. what happens. Well, no, because we're going to get Cody, and then we're probably going to get MJF on the mic at some point. That'll be really fun. Probably going to get MJF on the mic because CM Punk has the match. So do we get a Hangman? Say, Let's talk about it real quick. Do you think we get a Hangman on Dynamite? Because I don't think he shows up on Rampage. Because Rampage is not must-see TV. Do we get Hangman on on dynamite i i think so i think so. i
1: think so i don't know maybe there'll be because our thing starts at seven so maybe there's there's like, a, maybe there's
0: a... dark before that there's dark tapings
1: yeah so i don't know i i'm just gonna vote for yes because i want to and i'm gonna be optimistic on this one
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope he's there i hope i hope he's there i think it'll be interesting whether or not he's there i think me and Christelle both agree that we're gonna have some fun at the shows so that's our AEW rankings, running through them one more time for you guys. At number six, we have Adam Cole. At number five, Jade Cargill. Number four, Sammy Guevara. Number three, Britt Baker, DMD. Number two, Jurassic Express with a successful title defense. And at number one, staying at the top of our rankings for now, Hangman Adam Page. Chris WWE rankings, check. AEW rankings, check. Let's move on to our brand new Segment, Chriselle. Social media moment of the week. Guys, I said it at the beginning of the episode. I have chosen a social media moment this week. Something I saw on social media. Chriselle has done the same. We're going to be bringing you guys two of them. How it basically works, it can be literally anything we saw this week on social media related to wrestling. So if it was someone had a cool indie show and we want to shout them out real quick, if there was a cool segment on WWE TV and WWE posted something cool on social media, if it's the funniest thing I saw this week, it's going up. There's a variety of things that this segment can be and we want to have fun with it. We want to shout out some social media pages and all of that stuff.
1: If you guys see anything super funny or super interesting out there on Twitter or Instagram and you follow us, go ahead and forward it to us. Maybe we'll end up talking about it on the show. But I know one thing as wrestling fans, we like to sh- talk about or show off wrestling as much as we can. And I know in the real life, there isn't enough people to talk wrestling with. So let's let's grow that. Let's grow that c- conversation.
0: Exactly. So without further ado, Chriselle, what was your Social media moment of the week.
1: Mine was from Elitist XP on Twitter. They had, they posted a video. There was like a side-by-side of the Wardlow versus CM Punk match and Bret Hart versus Diesel back in the day. And I, like I said, we were, I was going to talk about this more later. And this is, this is my later. I, we, I guess I this is the first time that we've really talked about our power rankings on the pod. So we haven't said it, but CM Punk is a big Bret Hart fan and so that kind of a lot of people are like oh well that's why why did cm punk win that's not how like this should be like that roll-up is dumb and everything you want to say but when you see another wrestler pay homage to another wrestler that's beautiful because sometimes they just like you know they wear a shirt they do the colors they some type of old gear cool but when you do you almost do a copy and paste of a match that's really cool and then when you when you know those things it's like oh i remember this to that it's it kind of it's like in the movies when they maybe do a little shot at like previous movies they done like that's really fun and uh, i'll post a link so that you can see the side by side of the videos and how similar they are so
0: yeah i think it's awesome seeing wrestlers pay homage to other wrestlers and things of the past because that match did have a lot of parallels to that bret hart and diesel match so that's really interesting awesome choice for me i went a little bit more on the funny side so shout out to a really big twitter account fiend for follows they tweeted w AWE and AEW both taking L's on Twitter. And basically, this all stemmed from Wendy's Twitter account. If you know anything about Wendy's Twitter account, they are some of the most savage people on Twitter. Wendy's is hilarious. Yes, I'm talking about the fast food restaurant. Like, they're hilarious. And they had tweeted out, hey, guys, it's National Roast Day. Drop the roast me below. And AEW on TV had tweeted out, hey, it's MJ's favorite day of the year, National Roast Day. And Wendy's went and said, this is how explosive your tweets are. And it was the explosion that happened during Revolution of last year between Kenny Omega and John Moxley that botched explosion that was more like... I don't, Sparklers. Like, like streamers. <laughs> like It was literally nothing. They were like, this is how explosive your tweets are. And then Fiend for follows was like, AEW and WWE both taking L's because AEW got attacked by Wendy's with the, this is how explosive your tweets are. And then <laughs> Brathers, the adult website... That's all I'm going to say. The adult website said, hey, WWE, let us know if you need any advice on how to craft logical and coherent storylines with satisfying finishes. And I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. So it's just a little bit of fun. Shout out to Fiend for follows. They're a pretty big Twitter account if you don't follow them already. We'll obviously be linking. Chriselle's video and tweet and my video and tweet in the description below so you guys can check out all of this stuff. But that's our social media moment. That's the one of the best things Chriselle saw all week. That was the best thing I saw all week because I'm laughing about it now. So I think it was super fun. So without further ado, guys, I want to say thank you all for tuning into our first you know, normal Sunday upload
1: of the year. And thank you for listening to both our power rankings. I hope you guys are ready for more power rankings throughout the month.
0: Exactly. So like I said earlier, if you are still wondering or you skipped a lot of the episode or whatever, our awards will be done monthly, guys. So be on the lookout for the last Sunday of this month for our awards. I'm sure we'll mention it next week as well, that our awards will be coming very soon. So keep up with the podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. We love you guys so much. Peace out.
1: So next week, bye listening to the unexpected wrestling podcast with dustin and chris sal thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it leave a review it better be positive and keep up with the podcast on instagram and twitter catch you at the next show